What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haber Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Untuckit.com, promo code HAM, and simplysafe.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. What do you think? What's going to be the biggest discussion around the Niners at the Combine? Well, I, I think the number one domino for them with Buckner and Kittle are going to get paid. So that's inevitable, whether the numbers leak out or whether the talks leak out, the discussions, like the, the talks are ongoing. I think they've been ongoing over the last six months between Parag, John, their representation. To me, the number one domino for the 49ers, and I think it's a good thing, it's just an unknown thing. I, we don't know what they're going to do is do they sign, tag, and trade Eric Armstead? Because I think they they benefited somewhat from that last year. You can argue, you know, the D forward, how well it went. I, I think it went pretty well just because it was one of the moves that they traded for a guy, and he's clearly good, right? It's just, can he stay on the field? But there's no, like, ah, they got another Solomon Thomas. Like, he's sweet when he's on the field. Now they got to keep him on the field. But they paid a hefty price for him, right? They, they gave a second-round pick. They paid him a bunch of money. And the other elephant in the room with the Niners guy, it's like, oh, just, you know, when you, like I was talking to Veach at the Super Bowl. He's like, you know, for the first time in a while, we got a first, we got every, a, a pick every round. A first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And, you know, for a GM, even if it's, for him, it's a shitty pick. You know, it's the last pick in every round. But it's a good thing. You got, you got ammo. If you want to trade back, trade up. The Niners are kind of just, we got a first which is 31st, which every team will sign up for every year, right? Having a pick at the end of the first round, that means you had a really good season. Clearly, you want the 32nd pick, but if you're like, well, you can't get the 32nd pick, what pick would you want? You choose the 31st or the first, but a first, you might not be the guy picking the player. He might be fired. Right. Uh, so if you get the 31st pick, that means it's a good thing. But as I, you told me this this morning, and I knew it, but I sometimes you forget. Guy, they don't have a second, third, or fourth round pick. So... Does Eric Armstead get tagged and traded? I would have said if they had all their picks, or just like, you know, this is a year the Niners have their first, two twos, and a three, that they could figure out, like, just force Armstead to play on the tag, do something like that. I think the lack of picks forces their hand a little bit 
to almost have to utilize him for some cheap labor and just powerful. If they can get a second round pick for him, you know, earlier in the middle of the round, that's a good, that's a Debo Samuel, right? That's a, think of some of the players, Fred, they got Fred Warren in the third round. They've gotten good players in the second round that I, I think that that, I'll be shocked, guy, if he's on the team next year. Get and, and part of it is just they don't have the picks. They they have to utilize him to get some ammo. That is a great one, John. That is a great one because it combines, not combines. Why is it combine but then combine? It combines the draft and big time star player movement, um, which makes you it think he, you think he's on topic. the team next year. Um, I do think he might be just because I think if you're them, you could justify let's make, let's bring him back and make one more big run before we, I don't want to say reset, but before we start like trying to maximize the value for guys. Um, like let's, let's turn pick 31 into a two and a three. So that's what I had as my number one. But I think what you said is above it because it also involves Eric, which is, is there a player that's good enough to impact them at 31 like a cornerback, or do they go Seahawks and go, yeah, there is a guy at 31, but we can get that level of player at 42 and move back in the draft and pick up a third round as well. We may not know that answer until draft night, but I do think this is a massive week for the 49ers to figure out. We know they can't trade up. Do they look at this class, and maybe this is part of the Armstead thing, do they think, they are, do they think there's a value in having – I mean, there's always a value in having more picks, but do they have anything specifically targeted where they go, you know what, we can replace this production in another way, and to help us do it, we're going to trade Eric? Or do they look at this draft, do they go to the combine and go, well, we don't think there's enough guys out there, we'll move back from 31, use a second, use a third, save some cash that way, and bring Eric Armstead back. But that was my initial kind of big one. Is do is there somebody worth not trading back for for them? Like, Let, let me... Can I read you just the five, 31 through pick 35? Just the five players. I mean, I've talking to people in the NFL. You and I consume a lot of college football. This is a talented draft. 31? They're gonna, what, what is this, like a mock draft or something? Well, I, no, I'm just going to read you the players in 2019 oh. that kind of went in that little area that okay. if you're at 31, that I, I think this year, again, that this is viewed as a highly talented group of players in the top like 50, 60 picks. The Atlanta Falcons at pick 31 took Caleb McGarry, the offensive tackle from Washington, who I can't even pretend to know how he looked this year, but I could I could text people and find out. I don't I would assume he was a starter. Uh shows you I'm not that locked into the Dan Quinn operation. At 32, the New England Patriots took the wide receiver from Arizona State, Nikhil Harry, which I, I think is getting a, judged a little unfairly. He was banged up. I, I, I I'm still a believer. At pick 33, the Arizona Cardinals took God, Washington had some guys going. Byron Murphy, good corner, who I think played pretty well for him. The Colts took Rock Yasin, the corner from Temple, who's a starter, who's going to be just a solid player. And the Jaguars at 35 took Juwan Taylor, offensive tackle from Florida, really talented player. And then the next pick was the Niners, Debo Samuel. So I think it shows you in that group, that's a good, that's a talented group of players, right? Juwan Taylor actually was a guy that was supposed to go in like the top 15. He had some character issues. You'd know more. I don't know that much about Caleb McGarry. I like Nikhil Harry a lot. Byron Murphy should be a starter for the next seven, eight years. So I, I, if you get a player of that, if you get Byron Murphy at 31, let's just say the equivalent this year, wouldn't you say 
whoever that Byron Murphy guy is this year, we'd be like, that's a pretty good pick. That's worth right? not trading back for, yeah. Or Debo Samuel or Caleb McGarry. But I, I, my point is that last year was a good draft. There were a lot of good players going the top, really like two rounds. Uh, I, I think this draft is very similar, ton of good players. So my point is that, did you love taking Nikhil at 32? <clears throat> but this is the thing, guy, when you... It's a little different, I guess, when you don't have other picks. Like, New England had their second-round pick. So you go, well, we're not going to get Nikhil Harry at their second-round pick, but we do have a second-round pick, so we can fill a need here and then try to do it. Where the Niners, when you fill a need, and if you miss, if you stay there and you keep Armstead, you just have no more ammo. Unless you start trading future picks, which I don't love doing. Like, hey, we'll trade you next year's second for your third this year. You know, because it's always a little more expensive to get real-time value. Right. That's where I, that's where I think the Armstead curveball, which they would know by the time the draft comes along, to me is the most pressing issue. Like they got to figure out a plan of attack, yeah, but, right? They, yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't want to get stuck in a clowny situation, which I think we would both agree they would never. That wouldn't happen to them, right? Right. They, they, they're going to have. They'll be open-minded to either scenario, but they will eventually make a decision on which path to take. Yeah, but I do think part of that equation is, do they view the draft as one that they can get an impact guy at 31? Or do they view it like, we're going to be trading back into the second? Like, to me, if you're trading 31 back into the second round, then you it's a little less urgent to trade Eric. If you're keeping 31, which is a little more expensive, and you don't have a second, third, or fourth, now maybe that changes the dynamic um, and your willingness to move off from him. Because if I told you that they traded Eric Armstead and they got a team second and third round pick in this draft, I, I, I'm not, I'll have to ask around. I'm not exactly sure his value. Because you have to pay him. Nothing. But, no, but you would have to pay him, right? But haven't we learned the last couple of years that if you view a guy as a really good player, it's a double whammy? Yeah, it's, it's worth doing, but it's just that is part of the consideration. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you give up less for the guy, right? Like, the, did the, Raider, did the uh, Browns give up less for Khalil Mack because they were going to have to pay him? I mean, maybe, that, maybe that's why they did that dumb pick swap. But, I mean, dumb for the Raiders, not for the Browns. Bears. Yeah, Bears. You know what I mean? But y- Yeah, I, yeah I, I think there is precedent the last couple of years, right, though. Frank Clark, better player, went for a one. D. Ford went for a two and three. Maybe it was a two and it was a three last year, two this year or something. But it was it gets expensive and both Frank Clark got paid. D. Ford got paid. Yeah, that was a weird one. But it wasn't like just two for D. Ford in the payment. Remember, it was a little yeah. more. I was like, damn, they gave up a decent amount. Would you, by the way, just playing the but scenario? The, but the the thing about the Browns when they got they got Odell Beckham, who was probably viewed much closer like a Khalil Mack than he was like a Frank Clark or a D Ford. They gave up a first, a third, and a player. So I'm just saying the last couple years, there have been a lot of aggressive trades, and they took the salary. I I would be a little more inclined to be like, I think teams will be aggressive if they view Eric Armstead as a really good player. Because he's still relatively young, right? 25, 26 years old. He's so big. I, I... I think his film was so good. Teams and so many teams run. Guy, he, he he'll be twenty six the majority of next season. Like he's, you could go. We'll get him as 26, 27, 28 years old. It's basically these all these contracts. Even if they give him five or six years or a three year contract, I would imagine there's going to be a lot of love for him. Te- just because how many teams need impact defensive linemen? Yeah, 
So let's play it out a little further. Is there any scenario where you trade Eric Armstead? Let's say you get a second and a third. Now you've got a first, a second, and a third. Would you consider at that point moving up in the first round with your first and like your third? Or would you say, you know what? We've figured it out now. We've got a couple picks. We've got a more complete draft. Let's just draft at those positions. I think you just... It's dependent, I guess. Everything's on the table. Yeah, okay. Everything's on the table. I, I also wouldn't be opposed to then using that first to... I, I saw on my Twitter timeline today, like, it's getting weird. Stefan Diggs is just tweeting all this random shit. Like, just boom, you get Stefan Diggs. Or whoever, like, that type, you know, boom, you do something. Boom, you get Darius Slay. You know, I, I don't know. You just, I'm not opposed to moving Armstead and then allocating maybe that franchise money that you were okay using him to, you know, to someone else. I think it just gives you options. And that's... Wouldn't you say pretty consistently the last couple of years, like Seattle, New England, are just open to pivot, like left or right? We'll trade back. We'll trade the pick for a player. We'll do this. You just, I, I like having, being there in the ring and being able to throw a left hook or a right hook or like an undercut. And right now the Niners are just, they got one punch they can kind of throw right now. Yeah. And that's where Armstead just enables them. Like, we'll get into the Raiders. The Raiders are pretty, like, they, got, they can do a lot of shit. They got some money. They got multiple first-round picks. They, you just got more options. I think they got five picks in the top 99. This is the balance when you put all your chips in the table, which I, no one could argue with this year, when they got aggressive for Emmanuel Sanders and traded the sec, the third and the fourth pick. Like That was a lot for a guy that's going to be a free agent. Roseman did it two years ago with Golden Tate, and now they won a playoff game, and Golden Tate had like a walk-off touchdown against the Bears. So it was like, you know... It was all worth it for that one playoff win. I'd say Emmanuel Sanders, would you say it was worth it? He won him some yeah. games. He yeah. helped him out. Yep. You, you, you had a got chance to win the Super, Super Bowl in part because of him. You got to the Super Bowl. A- any year if you put if you Not go just, pretty John, aggressive, you had a you chance to win the Super Bowl because he was running open down the <laughs> middle of the field. Yeah, you ran the route to him when the game was on the line. You're right. It was worth without him, who's running that route? Do they call that play? Probably not. Dante right? Pettis. Well, that to me would be like some little things. Like, do they do they unload Solomon or Dante Pettis just for like a seventh round pick? Wouldn't you, would you be shocked if like the Niners are shopping Dante Pettis and Solomon Thomas? They're willing to give these guys away. I mean, are you will, like if so, but if you're looking at Solomon Thomas going, hey, we've got a guy that rotates in on the defensive line. We know what we're getting out of him. What's the is value it, is of giving ex- him is away? It, is expensive though. I know, you but know. what's his? We'd have to start driving in the dead cap stuff here. Well, someone someone hit me on DMs and were like, what do you think about picking up the fifth-year option on Solomon Thomas? Remember, they did it with Eric Armstead. I'd be like, well, Eric Armstead, if you walk by him at practice, just looks completely different than Solomon Thomas. So if you are going to take a swing, I'm taking a swing on the 6'7", 290-pound freak athlete that's underachiever than the guy that's the overachiever, smaller guy. There is zero chance that they pick up his fifth-year option. Is that fair to say? That is uh, fair to say, yes. I, I do think Dante Pettis can be given away. Like, clearly, they don't going to use him. So many teams need wide receivers that you could just pawn him off for a conditional sixth or seventh. I, would be, I will be a little surprised if Dante Pettis is back on the team. Solomon Thomas, we'd have to dive into the money. It's a little more expensive. So, um, his base salary this year in his fourth year is 735000 signing bonus, roster bonus, cap it. So, his cap hit is $8.9 million. His cap hit. 
is 8.9. His dead cap is 4.6. That'll be hard to trade. Who wants Solomon Thomas as a cap? What did you say his cap hit is? 8.9. 8. 8. That, that might as well just be hashtag untradeable. Yeah, no, never mind. Take that back. You're just going to play out this year and then let him walk. Uh, he better, you know, he's smart. He's Stanford guy. I hate Solomon. I'd save some money. Uh, I think he'll be fine. I do too, but these, he'll never see a paycheck like that again. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.